know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome to the Heart Sing Podcast, Addie Beal here. I have got an exciting episode for you today in a series, actually. This is going to be five steps to manifesting weight loss, and I am so excited to share this with you. It was brought to me through my abundance money quest, of course, because everything is all tied together is what I'm uncovering. I don't know if you guys are finding that out yet on your journeys, but it's all tied together. Love, money, fat, all of it. It's all just one big pile of decluttering your limiting beliefs, which is what we're going to talk about today. Dream and beg about what you want, letting the universe know what you want, letting that shit go, right? So when we can start to understand this process and all you need to know to do is go from, okay, I'm going to go step one, two, three, four, five, and just continually go through this so you can overcome all those times you're self-sabotaging yourself. Like we can really start to dig this up. And this is why I was brought this way on my quest. I really think it was the piece I was missing and everything I was teaching, everything I was learning and, and doing on myself because of course, everything I teach, I do myself. And, you know, it was like this missing piece, like I knew about limiting beliefs, all of this stuff, but okay, that's great. What the hell did you do with them? How do you get them? Like, someone just tell me how. Like to sit and go in a coaching session every week to uncover limiting beliefs that I'm processing through. This is going to take me for friggin' ever. I want to find them. Like my spirit guide said, they're like, your job now is to find all these limiting beliefs and whack-a-mole them. You know, like you picture that little, like where the gra- the little groundhogs are popping up and you're hitting them with the big mallet at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Like that, like you, I'm just going to knock them out. And I'm like, all right, well, how am I going to get them to knock it out? And of course, the universe oh, in the abundance circle I created has been bringing me books, you know, and I started with the magic and then I did the tapping solution. And that's where it started, really, because you do this thing in there called the tapping tree. And in that you bring up old events, old stories, limiting beliefs, and you learn how to process them. And then I listened to Get Rich Lucky Bitch, and she lays out this manifesting process that I did that entire month for money, and I like uh, 176% increased my income that month over month. And I was like really into it, really active. And then when it dried up, I'm like, wait a second, what's going on? So we'll get to that in a little bit because that's part of the process as you are going through your limiting beliefs that it's going to feel like things are going to dry up and get stagnant or the when you fall out of your spiritual practices or whatever you want to call your practices that you're taking care of yourself and your your highest self and your self-love is like on in vibration. And I go in and out of these states. It's a work in progress to for me to be in this state more and more and more, right? That's like where I want to go, of course, because I know creation is just easier there. So how do I get there, right? That's like, I like the hows, even though I know I'm not supposed to be in them. Like having a roadmap of some sort is a godsend. Just that's why I created the Me First Guide. Because while I was out there losing those 
hundred and whatever pounds and I'm putting all these things together that are working and I'm seeing it work for other people, I couldn't find it anywhere. And I tried to use other planners. I finally made my own, right? So it's a whole process I teach with that planner that takes you from eh to F yeah, right? So in these five steps we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about how we go through this process of going from bringing up these old limiting beliefs, which is what we're going to talk about today, decluttering the past, decluttering the old fat girl thoughts, right? Just getting them out and whack a mole in that shit so you can get to your goal. How does that sound? Can I get a hell yeah, Slayer? I'm in. Let's do it. Let's get it done. I mean, what would you not be afraid to face if you knew on the other side of it was the life of your dreams? And, you know, while I love reframing my thoughts and I like to think I'm really good at it, (laughs) I probably think I'm better at it than I actually am. But, you know, understanding the think, feel, act cycle, you guys. And if you don't understand, you know, what that means is everything you think eventually comes into, it causes your actions, you know, it creates a feeling and it causes you to do something. For example, um, oh, I'm so fat today. I just can never lose weight. Well, that's not motivating me to not shove my face with the pancakes and bacon and whatever. I'm hungry for breakfast right now, if you can tell. (laughs) Whatever's loaded on your plate, right? That thought is not going to get you to your outcome of staying on your plan or whatever your goal is or eating healthy foods that serve your body. What thoughts will get you there? So here's the thing, though. We have spent how many years creating ourselves? And most of ourselves are formed from the time we're born until we're like seven, somewhere around there. And so if you think about those early formative years up until we're 25, we're really creating these neural pathways in our brains and we're starting to understand what's going to keep us safe, what's going to serve us, what's good, what's bad, all of these things. And so much of it was bullshit, right? So much of it was other people's thoughts about how we should be in our lives, how we should show up. So you have all these stories under there causing, creating beliefs, things that you believe are true deep down, even though when you say them out loud, you're going to be like, that's ridiculous. I think I believe that. It doesn't matter. You got to get it out. You got to write it down because you have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. You are only conscious of how many of those thoughts, right? You guys, so you have this constant underlying you wait, like I, I picture like a little ocean of thoughts, just like, Lord, they're just swirling in there, right? And you don't know they're there. And so if we can process the emotion out of these events, out of these thoughts, you can neutralize your attachment to it. And this was frigging game changing for me. So today I'm going to share with you how to do that and how to come out the other side of those so you can process the emotion out of it. So it becomes a neutral event. And you can do this with even the most traumatic events. And so we're going to talk about going through that. But first, I want to ask you a little bit about your self-sabotaging habits. So just ask yourself, you know, are you eating to please, please others? Do you eat out of obligation? Do you eat out of boredom? Do you eat mindlessly? Do you eat when you're stressed? Do you eat to feel better? Do you eat out of habit? Do you, when, when are you eating that isn't to fuel your body that is sabotaging your highest, healthiest self ultimately, right? 
these things are coming from some underlying beliefs, some, something we've created within ourselves. And so if we can start to learn how to process these, it's just another thing. And I loved when Denise in her book, The Get Rich Lucky Bitch, and I'll put a link to that book in the comments for you guys. When she says in there, you just throw everything at your goal. Are you throwing everything at your goal? Throw it all. It all works. Just like when you're in the vibration of you're telling the universe, this is what I want. This is not what I want, right? We don't want to put all our energy over like, I don't want to be fat, want to put our energy over in the space of, I I want to be my highest, healthiest self. This is what she looks like. And so as we go through this five-step process, we're going to get into creating specifically what she looks like, right? Like to the details, you can be clear to the universe. And I'm telling you, when I was over 300 pounds, it was really not clear to me what I wanted to, what I'd look like at 162, now I'm so close and I'm still creating that vision, that version, like all of these things. And it's a, it takes a process, time and a process. We've spent half our lives creating this being, and yet we expect to go and just change it overnight, right? It's going to take some energy and effort for us. But listen, I know you guys are game to put the effort in if you understand what's on the other side of it. And if you start to do this, you will see a couple of things happen. You're going to see changes in your life about how you're feeling in your body, but you might also see changes that feel like you're going in the other direction. And I wanted to mention that because I thought that was really comforting to know, but also good to know from a stance of, hey, is this, is this, am I like gaining weight here? Like I just recently had a pretty big weight gain. And I'm like, now I look back and I realize it was because I was decluttering all these things and I was being brought to understand so much more about myself in so many aspects. And the the food part, I was able to observe it from and process it from a different way than I've never done before. It was also uh, an awakening for me in a lot of ways because I shifted my goal to the abundance money quest and off of my weight loss quest goal. And when we're talking about going all in on a goal and throwing everything at it, that absolutely has an effect on me, right? When I'm not yet at that final version of myself and I had these limiting beliefs in there that I still need to lock out, but they wouldn't have been brought to light if everything was just coasting along and all comfortable. Just like when things start to dry up in my business a little bit or, or get slow, it's, it's a sign for me that either I'm being shown in a different direction and things are starting to come or that I'm out of alignment somewhere. By the time we finish this five-part manifesting weight loss series, you're going to have so much a better idea of the picture of how you're creating your outcome and how you're creating your future self. And I am excited to share it with you and just take whatever nuggets you can right now and know they're here for you to come back to. So this the think, feel, act cycle, right? And really our beliefs underlying everything we're thinking. All those things that were hardwired are coming from our past, right? How we were shaped, our environment, the things we were told, all of those things. Our past is most likely affecting your current situation more than your current situation, right? So we want to release, refine, and then our health will flow. And so instead of me just 
reframing constantly my negative thoughts I see coming up all day, processing them instead has been an absolute game changer to stay me, keep me in that vibration of that higher energy, the one that's moving me to my highest, healthiest self. So I want to let you in on all these secrets that are out there in all these books. And we're like, how do we do it? This is how we do it, you guys. I really like, this is like my, my, final frontier, the five steps to manifesting weight loss that also goes with like the planning process, right? I'm quite sure there'll be more nuggets coming our way, but this is game changing shit right here, you guys. So part of what you're going to do, and we're going to get to the exercise, and then I want to talk through some ways we can declutter like in our lives physically, but to declutter yourself emotionally, right? Like starting to release these old beliefs and start to reshape them. I want you to just sit with a pen and paper 20 minutes or so and go from the time you were born until now with every moment that has any emotional attachment to it regarding your weight, regarding your body, regarding food. You know, for me, my gosh, I think it started like noticing I was bigger and, you know, my brother's calling me fat <laughs> like from when I was super little, you know, like really tiny. And I look back and I'm like, yeah, man, I wasn't even that fat, right? But it's like programmed in there. And then, you know, I had a big thing in grade school where they would call these like mean girls, right? The mean girls would be across the playground saying, Addy, fatty, they had this little chant, right? And so instead of me going to hide my head, I I think I told you guys about this before, but I made up a chant back. And I when I got through processing that that event, I realized I actually felt worse for coming back with anger and meanness than I actually did about the Addy Fatty part, which is really interesting where the emotion in it was. So as you start processing the emotion on some of these things, you might find that for yourself. You start off at anger and you end up at sadness or, you know, whatever. And so as you go through and you start to work this through your body, and there's a couple of ways that I'm going to share with you to do this, but I think there's a ton of ways that you could go about processing emotion. So that's the first thing you're going to do. You guys, you're going to list every instance from the time you were born until now. And even all those times that you failed diets that um, you gained weight, that clothes didn't fit you. Oh my gosh, when I got on the airplane and the belt didn't buckle, or I had to walk off the amusement park ride in front of all my friends, the whole moments like that, like those are moments that you have high attachment to, I would process through first. And once you get all of these out, you're going to want to sit and be like, okay, where what I I wrote like one to 10 down by the side of, of all my list. And like, which ones are like the highest and to start to process those out. I did this with a client recently and it was interesting. She went, she went, I said, Hey, when you come back, we're going to tap through this process. And she went and she took her list and she went home and she wrote about it. And she like did so much processing through when she got back, when we checked in how she was emotionally feeling about the thing, she had like she nailed them all. She was like, process through them all. We're going to keep going back to them because I think some of these things keep coming back up. I keep a list that I just practice processing through a couple each day because one thing I've learned, you guys, is every time it's going to be a never ending process. And I know even when I'm at goal, 
at that 162. This is why I don't think there's anything such as maintenance. Like that word is such a, like, what is that? I guess it could be maintenance with the five-step manifesting process, right? Because all that's going to happen is that I'm going to uncover more limiting beliefs. And no matter what size my body is, it's just going to be about something else, about relationships, love, money, all of that stuff, right? It's not like in the body or at that end game that it's all like all of those things have changed. We're just moving closer and closer to this version of our highest self every time we dare to step into the space where we're going to look at these things that are holding us back and work through them. Like how powerful is that? So you're going to chronologically get all of that out. Any failures you have, any friends that said mean things, any family members that used to make you feel bad, get it all out. Write it down. And yes, it might be uncomfortable. The first time you do it, it could take you hours took me hours, right? But just tell yourself, I'm going to do this for 20 minutes and see what happens and get it out. And then you can do a couple different things. And I'm going to give you a few things from, first of all, you can tap them out, which is how I process. I love, love, love to tap them out. But I've also used the Ho'oponopono, the um, Hawaiian forgiveness, which is what Denise referred to in her book. So what you're going to do is you're going to take each one of those beliefs and you're going to say, the first thing you do is say, I'm sorry. And then you ask for forgiveness and you say, please forgive me. And then you say, you speak gratitude. So you say, thank you. And then you end with love. I love you. So I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Sometimes you might be doing this for yourself. Sometimes it might be for other people. And that's, you know, um, situations, right? Like, I'm sorry for all the mean things I said in retaliation to my Addy Fatty please forgive me, Stacy and mean girl group that was chanting at me. <laughs> Maybe I can't call them mean girls in my forgiveness practice, right? Like, I'm sorry, other girls, right? Please forgive me for being unkind. And I thank you for this opportunity. And I love you. I love you. I love you, right? Like, and you'll be amazed at how your energy is going to feel on the other side of that. Just doing that here with you guys. I was like, oh, I do love them. You know what I mean? Like, and you're going to have bigger trauma in your life that is going to take a little more to process than other things. And you guys know what those are. And when you're ready to look at them, to arm yourself with the tools and start practicing with some things that you can handle looking at. And that you can handle starting to process now. So with the tapping, I have a couple um, tapping uh, examples I've put up on my YouTube page. But there's also just really simple uh, little diagrams out there. In fact, I'll put one on my Facebook group. If you come in the group or if you come to the event we're doing, you will, of course, get like copies of all of this stuff so you'd be able to follow along. But I want to try to help you as much as possible with that to get started. So what you want to do when you tap something out is you say, I'm tapping on my karate top. You do a setup statement, right? Even though I feel so much shame over being mean on the playground, I deeply and completely accept myself. So you do that three times karate chop, and then you tap around the corner of your eyebrow, corner of your eye, under your eye, under your nose, under your chin, collarbone, top of your head. It's super simple. And what happens with that process is you are neutralizing emotion in your body. It's letting that part of your brain that is in fear, that ignites your fight and flight, it neutralizes it. 
So you can say you're going to talk through the situation, right? I felt so bad when they were calling me fat on the playground. So I'm going to talk through it while I'm tapping and I'm going to talk through the whole story. And sometimes I'll tap on a situation for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And on the other, and by the time I'm finished, I'm in a totally different situation with a totally different emotion. And I just keep going. I just keep talking through all of it. I'm like, I'm going to whack-a-mole all of these, right? So learning how to do that for yourself, it's super simple. I didn't realize how powerful it was going to be, you guys. And I'm here to tell you, you can really feel the difference in your body when you're done with tapping and you can use it to heal pain, all kinds of things. So we've got forgiveness practice you can do, tapping, And this is ongoing work, you guys. So you want to give up the guilt, give up the guilt of other people's opinions, like just let it all go. What all of these things that come up for you, you want to think of you're just processing them, you're just going to release them and just let it go. And then I also love the new practice I picked up from You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hayes. And it's just simply saying, I accept myself three to 400 times a day. Now you're going to think this is hard. But it isn't. (laughs) I don't know if I get to three to 400. I just try to say it as much as I can. Every time I notice I'm not like really thinking something, I'll be like, I accept myself. I accept myself. I accept myself. And by the end of the day, it really makes a shift in your consciousness. Louise Hayes says everything is solved with love. Everything is solved with self-love. All the people that came to her to be coached, she said the underlying cause of everything is that it's that worthiness shadow, right? It's that lack of self-love that we're not deserving, that we don't earn it. So go back to the beginning. Do you believe you can be healthy, thin, be your highest self, whatever that word is to you? right? Do you believe you can be there? Do you believe you deserve it? Do you believe you're worthy of it? And if your little heart is saying, no, I don't right now, you really need to do this process. Everyone just needs to do this process anyway, because I'm telling you this, this process will never stop for me. And like um, Denise says in her book, when she sees like for her, it's money, right? When she sees that start to dry up, she just goes back through this process because she knows she has to like somewhere along the line, she needs to start up, start over again and start because she's hit a new level where you need to work through this. And I'm like, that makes so much sense to me. Every time I hit a new level, I used to say it was like a new size. And I mean, with my weight loss, right? Like every 20 to 40 pounds, I'm a new person is what it feels like. And then what's happening is I'm having to go back. Now I've got a process to do that and go back and work through these limiting beliefs and go back and like really put out to the universe what I want. We've got some exciting steps in the process coming out, inspired action, right? This is the week that is probably perhaps the hardest to look at, but the most rewarding on the other side, you guys, because you will see huge transformation in your life from letting this stuff go. So real quick, let's talk about some other ways we can declutter because decluttering your space and your environment is just as important, right? I mean, how good do you feel when you wake up and your planner's set up all perfectly in your clean living room and you're not stepping over piles of clothes you need to fold or putting the dishes away? You can just walk in the kitchen and easily get your healthy food. Things are lined up. You don't have the ice cream in the front of the freezer right when you open it, that's much easier to get to than your frozen broccoli, (laughs) right? Those kind of things. I'm going to call you to do this week. 
So whether you sit and write your thoughts out, you declutter your fridge, whatever it is, like take take one little action this week and see what kind of a change it makes. And I was thinking about this too with weight loss, other ways we declutter our gut, right? Our gut health with fasting and we're doing fast like a girl in the um, abundance circle. And oh my gosh, you guys, I am friggin' loving this book. If you're out there listening and you don't have it yet, grab it. I'm listening on Audible. It's so good. And if you've listened to Dr. Mindy at all, I'm sure a lot of it's on the podcast and her YouTube, all of that. And we're going to actually do a metabolic reset. So I'm sure I'll be bringing some of that to you here in the podcast too. But so you can clean your gut, you can clean your mind. I do it every morning when I do my magic morning pages, the stream of conscious writing. Just think of all those little actions you could take. It could even a small action could be like, I'm going to clean out my pantry, right? I'm going to clean out my freezer. I'm going to clean out my fridge. I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to, because your habits affect your food and your weight loss as much as everything else. Can you think of some other ways to declutter your environment? I'd love to hear about them. Let me know. Message me on social or email me. Do all the things. I want to read you this paragraph from Get Rich Lucky Bitch because I think this says it all. You can try to skip this step, but it's like building a beautiful mansion on top of a trash heap. That gorgeous home will topple over at the slightest hint of bad weather and it'll probably have an underlying stench the whole time. So you'll never enjoy it, even while it's standing. You have to excavate and build a strong foundation first if you want your mansion to last. Hmm. Interesting, right? So let's get that foundation built. It might take you a little bit. It might seem like time is taking you a little bit longer, but in the end, it's going to save you so much of that. It's going to save you so much of the drama and the mind drama. So start getting the limiting beliefs out, the old stories, make a list of them for yourself. Keep them where when you have time, you can create time to go process them that you can. And that's all for this week, you guys, but we are going to have four more steps after this coming. So if you practice this this week, next week, I'm going to bring you step two, which of course, to me is the most fun part, (laughs) because it's about what do you really want? And we get to dream and start to put into action and create. And you know, it's like a fundamental for me here on the podcast. So uh, I'm also going to bring you guys a free fun challenge for this again, real time. So check the comments and see what's going on and see how you can jump in and take action and be part of doing it together. Because we know with community, we are so much more likely to succeed. So come be part of ours. We'd love to see you there. All right, me firsters, you badass witches and bitches, go forth, find those limiting beliefs, knock them out, whack them all them, and get them out of the way so we can move on to creating some awesome magnificence in our lives, knowing that we'll be forever whack-a-mole like shit. <laughs> all right, light and love, you guys. Slay her out.